0: Blog Talk Radio
1: Welcome to the show. This is the Pop Rocks Radio Talk Show. I'm your host, Pop Art Painter Jamie Rocks, and this is the big show. You found it. I sure. I'm glad you did. Hey, I am super excited uh, for today's episode. We we have a guest that is just uh, super cool and uh, you know super knowledgeable. There's uh, there's been some strange things afoot lately, if uh, for those who don't know. And um, we our guest today, uh, Mr. Uh, Stephen Bassett. Hopefully, uh, he's the executive director of the uh, Paradigm Research Group. I'm I'm hoping I'm saying Paradigm right. I could be wrong. Uh, But hopefully, he can shed some light on this and give us all a little bit better understanding of uh, what's been going on. Steve, how are you?
2: I'm fine, Jamie.
1: Hey, it's a weird... Hey, first off, so nice to meet you. I am so excited. Big fan. Um, I know we were supposed to have you on before um darcy weir who was trying to set it up for it and and it just and we couldn't get our schedules to to be all right or something but i'm so glad it finally happened um mm-hmm. big fan of yours uh strange things Thank are you. afoot. <laughs> crazy things, important you know important um, things are
0: afoot. Mm-hmm. go ahead yeah.
1: yeah i i watched the um uh, I, I didn't watch it live. I watched a recording the other night um, of the, uh, the the Senate deal. Oh, my gosh. Um, I I mean, I get that there's a pandemic and all this craziness and, you know, um, Kim Kardashian, Kardashian wore the Maryland dress, you know, to a party. I get that there's things going on. I don't understand what there, – there's video evidence here of, of, of stuff people aren't freaking out more. Uh, I find it very strange,
0: very
2: strange. Uh, What you're finding strange is that there has been evidence, a lot of evidence, massive amounts of evidence, regarding the fact that the phenomena that we now appropriately call UAP, Unidentified Aerial Phenomena, has been around and being amassed for 75 years, and long ago, it was more than sufficient Mm. to confirm that, that phenomena is not human. But the United States government, for national security reasons, instituted and developed and managed a, a program which I call the truth embargo. It used to be called a UFO cover-up, which is the wrong term. Uh, it is a UAP uh, embargo or truth embargo on the issue for national security reasons. And so the disconnect between what everybody was seeing or learning from the citizen science research And the government's position has simply grown over the years, particularly since 1991 and most recently since 2017. And so, yeah, it seems strange in that regard. How is it possible that the government hasn't already acknowledged this already? Uh, Well, it's a national security matter, and it will take a political uh, decision to end this embargo and provide information to the people. So that's, that's the disconnect that you're picking up on. Wow, it's crazy! It's crazy.
1: I, I, you know, and you're you're the expert. You've been doing this a long time. Um, you know, I, I was looking uh, at your website and whatnot, and uh, you know, before the show and uh, a few days here, and um, it's fascinating, fascinating. Uh, were you always um, yeah, you know, like growing up? You grew up in Washington, I believe, Washington uh, D.C. Right?
2: I grew up all over the place, uh, but over the years, I gotcha, I gotcha. I've been in and out and spent a lot of time in Washington, D.C. metro area. Absolutely. I
1: gotcha. Um, were you always into, I remember being a kid, no, I'm, I'm probably a little older than you, but I, I remember in the 70s when I was a, a kid, you know, I was very excited about Star Wars and all that, um, I went through a, I just got into this phase where I, was, I found some books on UFOs and um uh the uh, uh oh, what was the name of that i can't remember the the most famous the, the ancient uh astronaut stuff uh, uh Chariots of the gods I bought that I bought a bunch of stuff, and I was just reading all this stuff, and I was hooked on it were you did you a similar thing happen to you or um how did you get involved in in this crazy cover up and, and whatnot? Because I agree with you I think something not Something's not right in Denmark, um, you know. It, that's just my gut feeling. Um, oh,
2: you, but you sound like that. There is something wrong. Uh, look, I, uh, I I read lots of science fiction as a kid. I enjoyed it, liked it, got into it. Not surprisingly, <laughs> I ended up being better in math and science than other things, and I ended up going to college in that area science. Uh, throughout my life, I would, would note anytime uh, a, an article would turn up in a paper or uh, uh, in a magazine regarding the UFO, I'd always note it. But I didn't I didn't read any books on the subject from research or anything, but I'd note that. It was clearly obvious to me, even by the time I was yeah, probably almost finished high school, that uh, – what I was reading made total sense, I mean, in terms of extraterrestrial. When I was reading, clearly, this was extraterrestrial. But so what? Um, I noted that, and, I'm, and I guess I think I was thinking, well, boy, it'll be great to hear more about that. And then I just went on with my life and didn't hear anything from the government about that. And this went on for quite a yeah. while. And then in 1995, I was in a situation where i really wanted to make a significant change um in my life and so uh, by then by late by the fall of 95 i had i had read a number of books in the previous 18 months uh whatever reason Mm -hmm. just started reading books related to this issue and they were impressive but the most impressive was john mack's book abduction and that Mm. helped me make a decision that I was going to get involved in this field somehow and probably would be the, what I did the rest of my life. And that was 26 years ago. Uh, and I was very lucky in that John Mack's book had in the back of it the address and phone number for his organization that was investigating contact in Cambridge, uh, the Cambridge Hospital, down just down from Harvard University.
0: Mm.
2: And I thought, well, that would be a yeah. tremendous way to... To get involved, uh, but n- not 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 as an employee. I knew that would be impossible. But as a volunteer, and so I volunteered, <clears throat> and they uh, they accepted me. I came out and volunteered for four months, and it was up up in Cambridge. I made the decision that my role in this would be political, that I was I was interested in the polit- politics of it, and then I felt that the only solution to this impasse, in which the truth was being denied from the American people. Was to solve the political equation, not the scientific or evidentiary equation, which I thought had been solved. So I went to Washington, D.C. to do just that. Uh, Registers a lobbyist, and the rest is history.
1: Wow, that's, uh, that's amazing. Um, that even shocked my dog there, uh, for those who uh, are wondering. <laughs> woke well, up uh, uh no but that's that's very i had no idea this was going on you know i was in boston during that time period i, I went to college out there and, and yeah used to play chess uh, speed chess on the streets of cambridge uh, square there at that time period, i had no idea i would have been down there trying to volunteer with you man that sounds like a, an amazing thing uh, an opportunity um chance to meet people and and I'm telling you, there's something, you know. Yeah, you, you, I tell you the other thing. You know, I'm an old man now, and and I've heard a lot of nonsense in my time. And you know, when I when I hear, you know, people of note, and they're like, "Well, it's just a mass hallucination." I'm like, "Yeah, okay, really? Um, that's what you're going with? <laughs> you know, are, are you kidding me?" Um, yes. Or even the the whole, you know, the the chest. Of, well, where's the evidence? Why doesn't somebody grab a set of keys off the counter of the, you know, the UFO yeah. when they're, abducted? you know, give me a break. I mean, quit trying to be funny and let's get serious here. There's, there's something obviously going on. Oh, we've got Navy pilots now and maybe, and you know, uh, video. And, and um, looks like you were wrong, you know. Um, let's get serious with this. And, you know, even if it, and, and i'm not i have no idea I'm not saying it is a you know a threat a national security i I don't have any idea but we probably would assume so you know something we don't dig just anybody flying in the airspace you know um i i i would think that this is being studied a lot more than people realize you know but i I, I could be wrong on that i I don't know um. Now you got, you you lobby, uh, you know, you're a lobbyist also, a political activist. You swim in these waters with these folks. Um, And, you know, what is that like? That's got, is it amazingly frustrating? Um, Do you get some,
0: uh,
1: the the rock pushed up the hill a little bit every so often? And uh, how is that? How is that?
2: Well, the advocacy work to end this truth embargo is a very Sisyphean, there's no question. You push the rock up, it comes down. You push it up, it comes down. Uh, and as far as the attitude about this, the truth embargo, which was the formal policy to just deny that there was anything here of any importance, and even to undermine the efforts by America, as citizens, and this this is also going on in other countries, but the primary embargo was generated here. It goes all the way back to the early 50s, and that embargo created a, a space for skeptics to just flourish. Um, this has happened. Mm-hmm. You, you, this has happened many times in history. A government will take some action to ghettoize people or ideas or uh, diminish uh people or ideas and even though it, it's not true but it's the government policy serving a government agenda then all kinds of people will take advantage of that and move in and go along with it <clears throat> so if the government right. says this idea is bad and that person is bad a lot of people will jump right on it oh yeah they are so the skeptics really had a heyday starting in the 50s all the way through the 60s, 70s, 80s and into the 90s And then things started to get tougher for them. Uh, And uh, I think finally the worm turned in 2017 with the New York Times articles about the the ASOP study, ATIP study, and the uh, revealed gun camera footage. And essentially, in the last five years, despite all the chaos that's been going on, uh, one. The skeptics have pretty much left the field. There's a few diehards out there uh making what are still stupid statements about this, but not too strong uh the hardcore skeptics are pretty much gone away entirely. The stigma on the issue has dramatically uh, been reduced uh One of the things nice. that has helped that is that the language has improved we, we we're getting we're getting away from the language of, of the truth embargo. And getting into the kind of the, the, away from that language and, and replacing it with language that's, that's more appropriate. a appropriate example is the now use of UAP, unidentified aerial phenomena, as opposed to UFOs, unidentified flying objects. UFOs tainted term; it's uh, been corrupted and it's, it's not usable anymore. And, and, and I try to get people to avoid it. Uh, UAP does not have that problem, and, and that term, not surprisingly, is the term that's been embraced by members of Congress, by journalists. Uh, and even government, uh, DOD officials and what have you. In other words, it is a term that is now safe to use because it doesn't carry the stigma. The issue in general, the stigma is literally falling away. And, and the reason for that is, is quite simply that the truth embargo is near its end. The policy of embargo, like mm. the policy of apartheid, one time in South Africa. At some point, there were a lot of people that knew. A lot of people in all, all aspects of South African society that knew that the apartheid era was coming to an end and they started to make the necessary adjustments in language and attitude anticipating that they were going to be dealing with a post-apartheid South Africa the same thing is happening right here with the truth embargo and the presence a whole lot of people are starting to adjust take various actions in preparation for dealing with a post-truth embargo uh, uh, era And, and by that I mean An era that is right after the confirmation of the extraterrestrial presence, which could very well come from our president sometime later this year. Mm.
1: And now, folks, a couple quick messages from some of our show sponsors. Stay tuned. We'll be back with the rest of the interview after these quick messages. Listen to this cool episode ad free. If you're a VIP member, you can become one on my website, www.jamierocks.us, www.ja.m.i.e.r.o.x.x.us
3: Hey, Rockers, this is Stacy Lane Wilson, author and editor of the Rock and Roll Nightmares book series. I have a new podcast that features interviews with musicians, artists, authors, filmmakers, and music historians. In Season 1, I interview Phil Toussaint from Ozzy Osbourne's band, Scott Crawford, the director of the Cream Magazine documentary, Lisa S. Johnson, the award-winning author and photographer of the books 108 Rockstar Guitars and Immortal Axes, just to name a few.
1: Lbion. dot com, Michelle dot com, very very cool stuff. Check it out. Folks. Well, I wanted to ask you too because you're you know you're knowledgeable in this and whatnot. Um, the world is zany. It, it, you know, every every morning I wake up, I look at Twitter. I'm like, oh, are the missiles flying? What's What's happening today, you know? And, mm-hmm. and this is just – I've been trained over the last couple of years of this, you know, to, to kind of have that attitude. Um, do you think that there – because I would challenge anybody to say that the, the world as a whole, humanity, is feeling a little uneasy right now. You know, there, there's lots of stuff going on. And I'm not saying it's there's big, some big puppet master pulling strings or whatnot. I just think there's a general vibe that that makes sense, that gels with what you're saying, you know, and maybe maybe people are a little nervous, you know, um, because that it's going to change
0: everything, you
1: know. If that if that announcement were to happen tomorrow, I mean, I would think people would freak out, you know, um, have a lot of questions, uh, you know, um, and. You know, I mean, in fiction, even there's there's been two camps. You know, either the the close encounters, oh the aliens are cool, and uh, you know, here you go, we're going to cure cancer. There you go, you know, and then there's the you know to serve man or we're we're going to take you over <laughs> type, the Independence Day uh, scenario. You know, and either of those would be Earth, you know, just just monumental uh, aspects. Um, mm-hmm. Do you think that there's people worried about that? You know, like like people in power in art in the, the 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 waters you're swimming and in within the, the government and whatnot. Is, is that a or do or are they acting more like they already know something's up?
2: Um, the U.S. government, meaning those within the U.S. government, both in the military intelligence community as well as even in the Congress. Not everyone. That those that have a need to know, or have figured it out, or have been tipped off, have known about the ET presence going all the way back to 1947, and uh, they many wow. of them are aware that we have a we have at least that one crash vehicle. We may have others, as well as the beings that were in those vehicles now dead. Uh, so, right there, it, the, gov- the government is not learning about this. Uh, within the last couple of years they've known about it all along I you. uh the the american people the, the, the amount of of, of research that's been done and the amount of uh, coverage by journalists which has been pretty extensive except they don't investigate they simply write it up and they don't they don't dig and which allows the truth embargo to continue it's been enormous i i estimate no, in, in English language press alone, probably thirty thousand articles have been published in wow. mainstream media since 1947 on this subject. And then you've got many thousands in foreign language press. Uh, and then, of course, you've got the huge uh, uh, movie uh, production on this subject, starting in 1951, five years after, uh, four years after Roswell. Hundreds, I think, I don't know, four or five hundred movies have have had extraterrestrials in them. So, the awareness of the subject is virtually universal. I mean, you have to go to, I don't, the the remote jungles of Malaysia, or maybe even the Antarctic, to find a human being that doesn't know what UFO means or extraterrestrial means in their language or in English. So, it's universal. And the this is not going to be a surprise at all. Uh, there was a time when it could have been, but that time has passed. So I don't think there's going to be much freaking out. Uh, the government is, is uh, worried, certainly, about how the people are going to respond, not to the ET reality, but to the truth that they have been lied to about this issue for virtually at a lifespan. <laughs> That's their principal worry. And, and – um, And
1: if you've been lying about that, what else is going on? You know,
2: what's the big picture? Well, everybody everybody knows the government lies, but this is probably the biggest lie of all, frankly. Uh, But it is, as lies go, not the most egregious. I can think of more egregious lies that governments have participated in the 20th century. This is a lie, I say, an orchestrated embargo of the truth, which involves lying to maintain. Uh That was an instituted for national security reasons between forty seven and fifty two and and it, it's a, there's a good case that justifies it uh why the uh, the government back then would have made decision and uh, they they didn't know what to expect I'm sure that they considered the possibility that they might actually uh uh provide the information the truth to the American people at some future date, maybe five years ten years. I don't think they fully appreciated or knew that there was going to be a 44 year nuclear arms race right. from 47 to 91 uh, and a Cold War, uh, and then followed by a, an opportunity to move on, but an opportunity that was lost, thus creating what I call World War, World War, Cold War II and a furtherance of the nuclear risk and, to some degree, nuclear arms proliferation, at least in terms of technology, if not numbers. They couldn't have foreseen that, and that's the way it worked out. And as a result, the truth embargo maintained and was maintained as the policy of the United States, and all of the U.S. allies uh, have continued to go along with it. Uh, that's not surprising. And our two major adversaries, Communist China and Communist Soviet Union and then autocratic Russia, uh, have also gone along with it but it's simply chosen, frankly, we don't want to do that. And thus the truth embargo is still in place uh, as of July uh, 8th of this year for 75 years exactly, going back to July 8th in Roswell. Uh, but uh, because of the developments, which uh, so, you know, I'm obviously following very closely, uh, I believe that mm-hmm. because of the appropriate process of, holding significant hearings with military witnesses is in the works should those hearings go forward. uh, Based on everything I know about the issue and the witnesses and how government works, I think the basis for uh, our president to finally confirm the extraterrestrial presence, which would be an event that I have uh, come to call Disclosure with a Capital D. That's not a process. That is an event. That's a name of an event like Christmas or Halloween. Disclosure with a Capital D could very well happen this summer, and the whole world will have confirmed, though there are plenty of people in this world, hundreds of millions, who who are absolutely convinced that extraterrestrials are here, but the whole world will learn. That they are here, and then of course begins the post-disclosure world, and uh, that that if you find these times to be interesting, you will find that era to be even more interesting.
1: And ladies and gentlemen, Stephen's email will be glorious.
2: <laughs> everyone. Uh, I'll probably get more press. Uh, I wish I was younger to enjoy it. I hope I, hope I get to enjoy the post exposure world for a number of years. That would be nice. Oh,
1: wow. That's amazing. You know, an interesting thing is um, in my world, uh, I'm a painter by trade. I, it's what I do. And, and, um, I hang out with a lot of uh, younger people, uh, than myself, mm-hmm. uh, typically. And you know, it's interesting cause you talk and you, you BS and stuff. It's, it, parties and and events and things and you know it comes up it comes up pretty regularly which is weird i don't paint uh uaps or anything like that usually i have a couple times but um you know it's just a topic that comes up with younger people that i've found when i say younger i'm you know 20s and 30s and whatnot and um Mm -hmm. yeah to them it's like a non-event they're like oh yeah of course they're (laughs) are you kidding me
2: no. Precisely. They're Precisely. not concerned. And yeah, yeah. That's another reason the truth embargo is doomed. Right. Um, the the, la- the the millennial and and Gen Zs or whatever the hell they're called that are in their teens, twenties, early thirties, mm-hmm. simply did not get exposed to the the worst of the truth embargo, the worst of the skeptics, right. the deniers, and the liars and they have access they've had access early on to the vast internet and all that you can find there which of course uh, didn't exist from 1947 to uh, 1994 or 3 uh so they they simply have no trouble with uh the idea of an extraterrestrial presence and their numbers of course are growing and these are the people that are going to be electing future members or listing the military service. So uh, the truth embargo simply can't sustain that. Uh, That doesn't mean that these young people are out marching in the streets to end, but they're just simply not buying into the government's position, and uh, their social media engagement of the issue, which is now ubiquitous, again, makes it ever more ludicrous that the government would even dare say there's nothing to this but that that's of course not happening what's happening now is the pentagon and the congress have gotten involved there's a back and forth going on uh projects are being created people are being assigned uh members of congress are calling for uh direct action here, here one hearing has been called again i i i, I don't want to overstate this but anybody that listening to this this uh, chat today hmm. should know that the the confirmation of the extraterrestrial presence formal from heads of state could happen this this summer and mm. while some may think so what i can assure you that when it comes you are going to see a media frenzy and a uh, intellectual frenzy of sorts a engagement and a worldwide focus on something unprecedented in human history and it no matter who you are you you will almost certainly be impressed it's just going to be a once and a hundred thousand year event no, okay. we've been around for two hundred thousand years civilization maybe seven eight it will be the most profound event in human history and everyone listening to this will almost certainly have the pleasure of being on board when this event takes place right
1: Oh, absolutely, and it, it would change so much um, from from art to spirituality to, to just technology, just just the knowledge that we are on this little marble of a planet. <laughs> you know, it, it's just we. There's so many people, I you know, and we're worrying about, you know. Infant formula, you know, um, that's the big thing. Which I'm well, not. we should saying be worrying about infant
2: formula. Big, you know, I'm, I mean, we should be worrying about we, that. We of course, course should be. Yeah. But we, we should be worried about a lot of there's... Right. <laughs> But exactly. the ET, that's the, that's... the idea of an ET threat probably should not be one of them. The, the ET reality is always a potential threat. Right. Just like mm. the sky is always a potential threat because you could have some heavy clouds come over and get struck by lightning. Right. But on the list of things we should be worried about, really worried about the E.T. presence is way down the list. And a lot of, I know there are a lot of people who would say, are, are you kidding me? I, I get it. They, I can understand why they would think that. But spend 26 years engaging this issue and you might come to a different opinion.
1: J-A-M-I-E-R-O-X-X dot U-S
0: Metal Babe Mayhem is more than just an online store...
3: and start your journey out of anxiety panic. That's anxietycoachespodcast.com. Aloha. Rocks Gear, the online webshop of high-end luxury merchandise and products. All featuring original pop art
0: paintings.
3: From La Holla to Miami to London, www.merch.jamierocks.us.
1: Notice, Steve. Did you notice that this earlier this year, all the uh, the the media scientists—I uh, don't—I don't know if there's a, a. I'm trying to be nice, uh, and, I, and I don't have any. You know, I don't have any skin in this game. It's just oh, I'm just was, you know watching the TV like everybody else. Um, but they all came across uh, DeGrasse Tice, All of them jumped on board with a very. It's almost like they got a memo or something, and they're all like. Uh, well, I don't know if we should be letting people know where we are uh, in the universe. You know, uh,
2: if there are beings oh, yeah, out yeah, there. Yeah. You know, and it was, yeah, that's, that's, that's out that there. That happened. Well, in, I hate to tell. The ship really
1: amped it. up. Okay. I
2: noticed. Yeah. yeah. Well, again, for those that don't know what's going on in terms of the 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 truth embargo and this issue, uh, okay. they might go. Yeah, I mean, uh, certainly that's probably a bad idea. It, way too late. The ETs are here now. They, they've probably been coming and going for as many years you want to go back in the past. Uh, just pick a number, 10,000, 100,000. Uh, the galaxy is filled with civilizations or filled with life planets, and X number of them have developed uh, interstellar travel. So, hey, so all that stuff is – but that's okay. That's all right. I Sure, that's the beauty of disclosure. Disclosure uh, will put to rest – a whole slew of speculations and theories that are just wasting our time. And we don't have time. I have to say, as I'm sitting here, it, this news just mm. broke, that another okay. school shooting has taken place. It is an elementary school. Mm. And 14 are dead, including children. Uh, I, oh. th- I, I just, why is this relevant? Uh, The United States is coming apart at the seams. It is the victim of incredibly bad policies, incredibly bad politics from everybody. Uh, We are almost dead in the water. We can't do anything about anything. Uh, Our geopolitical policies are not working. We're not dealing with a nuclear threat, which is getting worse by the day, and right now is the worst it's ever been. And... A lot of people have given up. They just can't take it anymore. I, I, and then on top of that, we're going through the worst pandemic in human history. Uh, in other words, if you're not, if you're not working to advance uh, good government, if you're not working to advance the truth, then uh, in a planet this complicated with this many people, you, you can be guaranteed that hell on earth awaits you. And so one of the reasons I do what I do, is that disclosure, this milestone paradigm shifting event, may be extremely helpful in uh, the planet, the nations, the popula the population of nations considering a new path, changing course because where the course That's we're on easy. now has no indications of having a good outcome, uh, and so the disclosure event, in a way, is connected to just about everything you can imagine. Let me give you an example: uh, the, the lack, not having disclosure, say back in the 40s or 50s, may have, having disclosure may have helped prevent 70 years of untold trillions of dollars being spent by 200 nations, mostly the top top 25. Uh, on uh, defensive and offensive military and intelligence uh, mm. activity, and so forth, trillions and trillions of dollars that could have gone towards dealing with the human condition. Not no, it goes to that, thus setting the stage for all manner of misery and what have you. Uh, and so, disclosure is connected there, um, and uh, it, it certainly uh, the the inability to. Uh, direct resources at the things we need to deal with has set the stage for uh, not being able to properly address a pandemic that's going to kill probably something in the range of 50 to 75 million before it's done because it's not done yet. This is mm-hmm. go- going to continue and may even get worse. And that, not, not to mention the vast economic costs and the, uh, the cost in uh, long-term effects on hundreds of millions of people we didn't deal with it well. We, we couldn't. We, no. We, we didn't have enough masks. We didn't have enough hand sanitizers. sanitizers. We didn't have enough uh, uh, ventilators. We had plenty of nuclear submarines. And so, uh, again, and we can't we can't deal with the simple fact that mass shooters are killing kids all the time. It's like too much for us. So, we are operating under a global set of bogus and negative priorities, destructive priorities and protocols, which is nearly going to guarantee that we're going to see hell on earth pretty soon. We have to change. And nobody out there has the remotest idea how we're going to deal with this. The only thing I can even imagine is that the world needs to know the truth about The fact that it isn't the only uh, Sentient species Or advanced civilization in the galaxy And there's a whole lot out there That could be very positive That we need to address And that might help us make some decisions Do we want to engage the galaxy Or do we want to continue down the road we're on Until we have the inevitable nuclear war The race riots, the famine riots uh, The drought riots And God knows what other hell Is coming, right? Uh, and that's an interesting decision and, and, and the activist movement has been trying to get that point across more and more And that's a political point And I, I'm proud that I've been uh, somewhat of a leader in that regard I wish I could do more Hopefully I will be able to do more But what's at stake on finally confirming yes to trust to Is so huge It's really hard to find the words for it Absolutely And you
1: know, it's the other day was the anniversary of um, the Wright glider patent being, uh, you know, the Wright brothers getting their patent for their flying machines, their apparatus. And, uh, you know, that, that happened in, uh, I, I think it was uh, 1903. And, you know, you just do the the math and you had 66 years. We went from that and everybody's seen the Wright glider. It's this you know, contraption type deal. And it, Hey, it, it worked, you know, it, it, blue, I don't know, what was it, 100 feet, something like that, powered, pretty cool. 66 years later, we got a cat walking on the moon. So I know humanity, when it gets its shit together, can accomplish things, you know, can get things done, amazing things. And you're right, people are shooting kids. What? A, eyes on the prize, folks. Let's get it together. It, it 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 boggles my mind, and you, you're right. You know, Stephen, I, I don't want to be one of those people who throw their hands up and just discuss. You know, well, we're we're screwed. <laughs> you know, let's just no.
2: I, I don't want that.
0: Um,
2: you know, uh, I don't.
0: know like
2: I don't I want anybody I to like throw that their idea. hands Yeah. You know? Yeah. I don't want any people to give up, but I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna feed him a line of BS. I, I'm a political activist. I have no limit on no, what I will shooter. say. And so I'm not going to feed him and a line of BS. I'm basically going to tell them the truth. and But I'm also going to say that uh, I'll be honest with you. I don't give up and I don't throw my hands up. I mean, I certainly feel discouraged when I see things like the inability of the United States to stop the killing of their own children, I get pretty angry and frustrated. However, I have known for a long time that dealing with this ET issue and disclosing ET presence offers a real opportunity for change. Uh, And because of that, it makes it a lot easier for me to watch all of this absolute, awful crap take place. And I include the Ukraine war and being able to see in real time women and children being destroyed and killed, uh, as well as other countries, right? Uh uh I I really I really have empathy for anybody out there who's relatively intelligent, able to pay attention, who who knows nothing about the potential for disclosure and is trying to imagine a future for their kids or grandchildren. I I feel bad for them. Uh because I don't know what I would do if I if I did and of course I don't have any kids or grandchildren, that takes certain pressure off me. But I don't know what I would do. And so one of the reasons I do what I do, I've given 12 13, 14, 15 interviews uh, scores at lectures worldwide is try to get the message out try to try to allow right. as many people as possible to come to understand this the relationship between the extraterrestrial presence, the political decision that was made and the potential for learning worldwide the truth of this so that maybe they, that will help them have a more forward-looking uh, worldview and and, and 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 consider that hey there is a way out of this dilemma. Uh, and, and, that, and, that is, and that just provides a little bit of comfort. Hell, why not? Uh, but th- this, right. the, the issue of the extraterrestrial presence is transcends politics. It transcends religion. It transcends national boundaries. It transcends race. It transcends all of that. And in that sense, uh, <laughs> it's – It absolutely the- does. Yeah, the truth Can you imagine
1: it, the racists if this, when this drops? They're like, well, I didn't like that guy because of his skin color. Well, that guy over there has tentacles. What are you going to do now? You know, <laughs> Deal with that, buddy. I get
2: your point. Oh I've God. said something similar. I've said maybe something. we need that. Every, you know, it, maybe we need it. Puts it everything that troubles us in a, 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 a brand-new perspective, everything. There isn't nothing that, that, that is troubling us right now. That, that, uh, with the perspective about which would not change with a confirmation of the extraterrestrial presence. Such as, let me give you an example. We learn later this summer that we're not alone. There's multiple species dealing with us. There's uncountable number of other species, civilization in the galaxy, which we may or may not have contact in the future. Uh, we, we, we may soon have interstellar drive. And assuming we, we can deal with our mm. nuclear weapons, I think we might be able to go out into the galaxy ourselves. And now let's put in, – in, in, with that in mind, let's consider China's absolute obsession that they must have Taiwan back in their, quote, uh, sphere as <laughs> part of their grand nation and are considering the possibility of the slaughter –… of hundreds of thousands of people to get it back. Uh, that, that issue – and believe me, there's many – I'm not trying All to pick the on way. the Chinese here. I could, I could go through 20 of these. The point is that issue in, in, in comparison to what we would learn in, the, in, in a disclosure event suddenly becomes so trivial. Who in the galaxy gives right. a goddamn whether Taiwan is part of China or not part of China? Right It is irrelevant, absolutely irrelevant, and I can go on and go on and go on and I, and and you start listing these things, uh and maybe that will happen. Maybe you'll see that being presented in due course, and you start to realize, my god, if if all if this massive list of things which are a, a big deal to certain people or certain nations, a big deal enough that they're willing to kill a whole lot of people or do a whole lots of damage in order to somehow get their way. Mm-hmm. If all of those were put into perspective and diminished profoundly, how much better could things get, and how quickly could that happen? Well, I think historians one day, hopefully, if there's any historians around, will be able to look back and go it it had an enormous effect. Uh, So uh, I hope that the people listening to this will take some time to, to look into what's been happening in the last five years. If you go to my website, paradigmresearchgroup.org, under resources, there is a very important section mm-hmm. called the Print Media Archive. If you click through, you will get to the Print Media Archive, and you will be able to read something like 1,600 articles or so that have come out since 2017, specifically earmarked about these developments I'm talking about, plus another, I don't know, 4, 5, 600. There's, over thir- there's almost 13,000 articles there linked going back to uh, the 40s, uh, but certainly the last couple of years. Just read these articles, and you, you quickly could go up to speed. Just you know, mainstream articles, not having to get any fringe stuff or any exotic stuff or 4chan, 8chan stuff. Just mainstream articles. You can learn a lot about what's happening and why and, and maybe get to come to understand what I'm trying to convey. For anybody out there that's thinking about giving up – And by the way, the suicide rate around the world is is escalating, and particularly in the United States, because people are literally giving up. They're saying, I can't take this anymore. And I'm I'm, I'm inviting people, if you're thinking about that, take take a breath, lie down, and just contemplate, okay, look, maybe you can't take it anymore, but there may be something coming so profound that it would be a tragedy if you were not there to witness it and maybe see That's what happens
1: right. next. It's amazing. And, folks, that print media archive, when you go to uh, paradigm, paradigm, uh, org, we have a link up. Um, we have links on the show page all over the place. Uh, when you go, it's right there at the top. You know, it's, it's front and center, man, right in the left side right there. Um, it's the featured section, the featured section right there. Uh, so definitely check that out. And, and mm-hmm. Stephen's right, man. If you're in that dark room, man, you know you got you want to be around at this party. Is all I'm saying, man. I want to be. I'm gonna have, I'm gonna try to have Stephen back on the show after it happens. But you know, uh, he's probably going to be very busy. I would imagine. <laughs> and
0: I'm
2: no, 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 shows. no, 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 no. I assure you, the people that have allowed me a platform and there have been many will be at the top of my list. All right. Anybody wants to talk to me post-disclosure mm-hmm. and I've done their show before. Absolutely. It's guaranteed, uh, that's have no fear. About I appreciate that. that.
1: It's, it's amazing. And, you know, I, I was just thinking, you know, I was listening to what you're saying and, and there's definitely something, there's something going on and. um, I, I just I got a feeling about it in my gut, you know. Um, this is this is the time you want to play on on black on the on the, on the roulette table. I just know it's I know it. I, I don't know how to explain it any differently. Um, when you've been around as long as I have, <laughs> you, you tend to listen to those because <laughs> you you know you've learned it's important. Um, but I was listening, and you know, we're at the end of May. We're we're getting right to ready to tumble into June. That's the summer, man. That's your prediction. This summer, you think something's going to go down with this closure yeah. with a capital D? Very it's
2: possible. here.
1: I mean, it's, that's, that's amazing. That's I'm, I'm glad we don't have to wait another 70 years of, of nonsense and, you know, swamp gas reflected off Venus and all that kind of stuff, you know? It's, uh, it's ridiculous. Come on. Um, and I think humanity could handle it. Honestly, I mean, yes, people freaked out about wearing masks and whatnot, but I didn't see big thinkers freaking out about that. You know what I mean? Uh, you know, it's, it's – it's I think we can handle it. Can you imagine? Of course we can. I might be able to paint on Mars. <laughs> How cool would that be? <laughs> That's the goal, folks. That's the goal. Oh, man. Well, Stephen – I wanna thank you so much for all you've done. I know you've been pushing that rock up the hill. What you started this in you said ninety five? Oh my gosh. That's a long Formally time. in ninety six. It's
2: twenty six years. No. It's, it's a it's a typical not a un- no whatever. It's twenty six years. Uh but it's the best twenty six years of my life and and uh I'm just very grateful that I, I found a calling that uh I, oh, that yeah. I could uh, service uh, up to the yeah because my previous my previous life before that just was of no consequence which is nothing mm-hmm. nothing unusual about that but uh, I got lucky um, so I'm I'm enjoying this and I I'm trying to stay healthy uh, so that I could be involved as long as possible and particularly involved in the post disclosure era which could start hopefully later this year. Uh, and that that's when things get really exciting, really interesting and, uh, and that, it would just be a fantastic uh, epitaph to my life uh, to be able to participate in the post-disclosure world so we'll see uh, I envy those who are young and, and into this issue who will enter the post-disclosure era at the age of 20 or 25 or 30, I can't even imagine what they will see in the no. remainder of their life, what things they might accomplish uh, uh, so but good for them.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, you think back, you think back in history, I think this is a bigger deal than this, but you think back, you know, tw- there were 20 year olds when, um, you know, the, the East India trading company rolled back into town and all the explorers were, were like, yeah, Hey, guess what? Yeah. The world, it is round. Uh, we sailed around it. Yeah. Now, here's some jackfruit. Enjoy that. Um, you know, I mean, it, it completely just changed um and that technology just started moving just like it is now technology moves real quick and it it always tends to happen before big big things in in human history at least i think uh but amazing amazing well i know you're a busy man and you've got lots to do but i want to thank you also for taking time out of your schedule it's crazy time you know i mean even they're holding hearings in Congress
2: on this stuff.
1: How cool is that? Well,
2: you know, well one hearing, one hearing, that's, that's... the first one in 54 years. Uh, expect another one <laughs> shortly, and then another one after that, uh, unless something really dramatic happens, and God knows there's any number of dramatic things that could happen. The, the latest uh, entree on the menu is monkeypox, which apparently replaces yeah, murder, horn. murder. Horn, hornets. Uh, what can I say? It's, it's interesting time. Uh, and I, I don't know whether I would trade these times for some of the periods in history that were unbelievably boring. Um, uh, better to be bored, uh, better to be uh, uh, engaged, even in difficulty than, than mm. bored. But uh, uh, we... We we have a potential here to do something profound, and, and I encourage everybody to at least pay attention. Uh, go on the Internet. Go on social media. Talk about it. Believe me, it's all over social media. You can find plenty of people happy to discuss it. Uh, uh, in fact, there is a Twitter thread based on the, uh, the hashtag uh, UFO Twitter. Uh, I would prefer it with UAP Twitter, but I get it. Uh, there's also a Twitter thread, Thread the hashtag disclosure Twitter. Uh, all you do is go on Twitter and just do a search on those hashtags, and up comes uh, the stream of the interaction going on. Uh, so it's easy to find as well. Amazing. Uh, you know, tips and so forth. So it's it's this, this the most profound event in human history is taking place, and never in human history have had more people had more access to be able to engage something happening on a global scale. So hey, ain't hey, that getting any better than that? Uh, So I invite everybody to jump in the pool. The water's fine.
1: Absolutely, man. Absolutely. And you're one of the guys that started shaking the tree, you know? Um, (laughs) Pre-internet. At least pre-public internet, uh, you know, where everybody had it.
2: Just as the internet Uh, was coming on. I think I remember I paid $2,000 for a bad computer. Uh, Yeah, but no, that that, was my luck is that, that I decided to get into the politics of this issue at a time when the absolute one thing, the politics of this issue needed, was the Internet and then social media. Uh, and so mm-hmm. without that, uh, so I jumped in this issue in 1976. It would have been a total waste and disaster. But the the Internet helped to ensure that the goal of ending the truth of our would be accomplished Uh uh, uh, though I didn't think it would take 26 years That's how strong the truth embargo is It has weathered all manner of assaults, But ultimately it will not survive uh, The internet, social media And the power of global communications by citizens Not just the elite So, uh, yeah, wave goodbye Absolutely. to the embargo Get ready for the, the new era That's amazing And you
1: know folks, that means we're going to finally get out of low earth orbit
2: Finally, <laughs> you know. Well, no, no, we we no, We may get out of the solar system. Okay, uh, we've uh, been out of lower Earth orbit. we may get out of the solar system, and that's kind of a big deal. Uh, I mean, get out of it, yeah. not in CGI movies, but for real. Uh, we all we have to do is mm-hmm. uh, solve the uh, interstellar uh, uh, travel problem, and I and I, and our physicists are not that far from it. And part of the reason that they have pursued mm-hmm. it aggressively is that quite a few scientists who figured out the ET presence was real long ago and therefore concluded they must be able to get from one star to another told them there is a solution to relativity regarding travel. And so that, that encouraged it. them to pursue it. And I think they're close. I think we could have interstellar travel, mm, God, I think w- uh, easily before 2050. Absolutely. How about
1: that? Absolutely. and, and, you know, it's just gonna it's gonna change everything, and and I think it's gonna change it for the better. To be honest with you, I, I don't have any proof of that. I don't have anything backing that up. I just that's, that's my feeling, folks, and I'm pretty good at picking horses. So, you know, take that to the bank. That's all I'm saying. Um, I'm on board with Stephen. I'm on board with Stephen Bassett.
2: I gotta tell all you, right, man. I'm the board of you. you, so uh, keep it up. Have a good time. It's great to be on the show, and uh, don't hesitate to get back to me if uh, you feel your uh, your listeners need to hear more.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you so much for being taking time. I, I really appreciate it. You You rock. You're cool. It turned up to 10. <laughs> you yeah, know? Seriously. Very Thank cool. You. Well, folks, that's going to uh, wrap it up for us today. Uh, this episode, of course, will be converted to a podcast. We're going to push it out on all the social media platforms. And all the podcasting—we're just shy. I am amazed that there are this many podcasting platforms. We're on just shy of 600 of them. <laughs> A lot of them I've never heard of, but we're on all the big ones too. Uh, however, you're listening to the show, I appreciate it. Uh, for those keeping track, US is still our US-based uh, listeners are still number one. Uh, Germany's right behind you. Uh, the UK and Switzerland's moving up in the race. Uh, in the race there. So if you, um, you know, if you're Swiss and, and you want to be uh, higher in the listings than our little informal competition here, uh, well, just get your friends and neighbors to listen to the show. We appreciate it. Our advertisers appreciate it. Um, speaking of advertisers, use their code. They always have a code. Save you a couple bucks. And, um, Hey, Steven, you still there? Yeah, I'm still here. I wanted to ask you real quick before I, end think I should have asked this earlier. Is there a way for people to um, donate or help or, or anything uh, with the cause? Do we need to be put, pushing that out? Because I didn't mention any of that. We mentioned the website and your social media, yeah. of course, we have
2: links to. Yeah, there's, a, there's some reasons why I'm not taking donations right now. I kind of pulled that down off my page, uh, and those reasons hmm. will, will come out soon. Uh, so, uh, okay. Okay. Uh, but I do have some significant announcements to make very soon. Uh, look forward to that. Uh, but one, one thing I will add before you close out is, look, please, uh, if you're on Twitter, follow me, Steve Bassett or Paradigm Research Group. Please follow me. Also, you can follow Paradigm Research Group on, on, uh, Facebook. I'm also on, uh, uh, in, uh, uh, LinkedIn. So, uh, please, please join cool. me. Uh, social media is very important to my work. Okay? All right, Jamie. Absolutely, Gotta like go.
1: and share, folks. Like and share. All right. Thanks, Stephen. Okay, Bye. folks. That's gonna wrap things up. And uh, man, what a cool show! What a cool show! How about that? I'm telling you, good guys, we have them. We have them. You realize a couple weeks ago we had the Deputy Minister of the Embassy uh, in Kiev, Ukraine. Today we've got Stephen Bass. I mean, come on, our our team is. Uh, you know, kicking tail and taking names. I got to tell you, baby, I'm I'm very impressed. I'm very impressed with our little show here. Very very cool. Okay, well that's gonna wrap it up. I got to get back to work, man. I got to go drop these paintings off at the UPS store. They have to go out, and uh, that's you know, <laughs> we're talking these big grandiose things. Here's my little boring world, and I got to finish uh, painting this uh, this car painting right here that's, that's on the easel looking at me. I should have been painted yesterday, uh, but I've been busy, folks. I've been busy. Anyway, thanks for. Uh, oh, and uh, I have to announce also. I almost forgot. Those located here in South Florida this Saturday night. Um, my, uh, my my LGBTQ plus uh, partner Dennis Dean. Uh, he uh, has the uh, he curates the uh, hot shots or hot spots, not hot shots, hot spots gallery. Um, in uh, Oak, uh, Oak Park there. Um, feel free to come on down. We, it's our second. We, we, we've done two meet and greet events this month. Uh, the first was on the 7th, and this Saturday, the 28th, uh, we're doing another one. And I will have um, a, new, uh, a new painting, brand new painting. No one's seen it. We haven't posted it, anything. I painted it special for this event. And, um, you know, come hang out with a, a bunch of cool Crazy uh, artsy fartsy types and um, you know have a good time. Okay, folks, that's gonna wrap it up for us. Uh, oh, the details for that are on my website too. Um, JamieRox.us, uh, J A M I E R O X X dot U S, like United States. Okay, we'll see you next time. Stay tuned. Uh, next time will be tomorrow,
3: so we'll see you then. Bye. <laughs> This has been Pop Art Painter Jamie Rocks' Pop Rocks Radio Talk Show. It has been executive produced by Jamie Rocks, recorded at his studio in Deerfield Beach in South Florida. All rights reserved by Pop Rocks Limited for broadcast on Blog Talk Radio. Panna Oli, Pop Rocks Radio. Estás escuchando Jamie Rocks de Pop Rocks Radio Manténganse al tanto
1: Hey, de Harry Hicks son uh, Sveje, och ni lysna till Pop Rocks Radio Med Jamie Rocks
0: Love Talk Radio